2: hey welcome everyone to the from the shadows podcast i'm your host shane grove uh flying solo today uh jason super producer could not be with me so uh so uh hopefully i can carry the show on my broad shoulders uh without jason um he will tell you otherwise but i will try to prove him wrong so i just want to Remind everybody that's tuning into the show that if you have a story or you have an encounter that you want to share with us, you can find us on the From the Shadows podcast on Facebook. Uh, You can find us on our forum page on Facebook called After the Shadows. You can find me at Shane Grove Author on Instagram. Uh, You can find us at From the Shadows podcast on Instagram or go to www.fromtheshadowspodcast.com. Hit the contact button and send me an email and I will get it, read it. I'll respond to it. We love hearing from uh, our listeners. We love hearing from people that have stories to tell uh, because they make the, make the best guess. And even if you don't want to come on the show, send us your, send us your story. Uh, over on Patreon, I do from time to time read uh, people's stories that, that don't want to be on the show but send us something real, you know, pretty interesting. So, um, that's another uh, place you can go check us out is on Patreon. There's different levels. Um, you can get shows commercial free You can get extra content. So go check us out over there too. So tonight joining us, um, and I think most everybody that listens to the show knows we're based in Ohio. So we love when we have fellow Buckeyes on the show and, uh, Tonight is no different. We have uh, Kyle from, I'll just say, Central Ohio. <laughs> he can get into exactly where he's where I'm talking to him from. But uh, Kyle, welcome to the uh, From the Shadows podcast.
3: Well, the, 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 thank you for having me.
2: Hey. Oh, and there's Ace. Let's not forget Ace in the back. <laughs> Ace does not want to be. And I think somewhere there's Pete. Pete, you want to say hi?
4: yeah, this is Pete.
2: Hey, there you go. There you go. so, so, Kyle, why don't you like I, I s- reached out to you, and I'm you know I saw something that you had put up on Facebook um, because we are fellow Buckeyes. I think you've had a couple uh, interesting Bigfoot sightings in Ohio. Am I right?
3: Yeah.
2: So do you want to kind of share with the audience like where, when these took place and, and, and just kind of let's let's hear about your experiences?
3: Well, they would have taken place. The first one was on my farm, my mom and dad's farm on 203. It was probably about 1993, 1994. Uh, I was on my I was on my bike, and I was in the field playing on the field. And then when I came around a, a corner there in the field, there was, I seen these eyes, and I stopped to look. And then when, it, once my headlight really shined on it, it stood about seven feet, eight feet tall, and it was all, it was all full of, you know, hair. And, uh, you know, you being a, being a kid kind of scares the, uh, crap out of you.
2: I guess, uh, how, how old, how old were you? Uh,
3: I was about 13, 14,
2: about 13 or 14. Now, what, what were you, you said you came around in your, their headlights. What were you, were you riding on something? Were you?
3: Yeah, I was riding on my, uh, uh, on my, uh, uh it would have been a, it would have been a,
2: Suzuki, Suzuki. So like a, so like a motorcycle, like a dirt bike yeah. or something. Okay.
3: Yep.
2: Okay, and, and
3: it was it was probably about eleven thirty at at night.
2: Eleven thirty at night and is now. Is that something that you normally did? a tool around on your? Oh yeah. Farm at eleven yeah. thirty at night.
3: Yeah.
2: You're already braver than I ever would be, for
3: sure. <laughs> so, so.
2: so so you come around the corner and your headlights meet this creature what's going through your head
3: well at first i'm trying to figure out what it is Then once i wrapped my mind around it i didn't kind of stick around to you know to see if it was going to run the other way or not i got out of there you know real real fast and then once i got up to the house i told my I I remember in the house my dad told him I said there's something back there I don't know what it is it's something very tall and I said it's all full of hair I said I don't know what it is when we went back there we actually found one like print it wasn't you know deep but but on my on my on my dad he said maybe he said maybe it was a homeless man I'm like that was definitely not not no man
2: I was probably if it was, this is the biggest homeless man, homeless man you'd seen, right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> so now, where you' where this took place in Ohio, like what describe like the layout, lay of the land? I mean, what's um is it near like a national park at all or a state park?
3: Uh, actually no. um it, it was in between a it's in between two towns, in between the green camp, Ohio. And Prospect.
2: Prospect. Oh, okay.
3: It was in between, you know, there.
2: Now, is this... So your dad just... He didn't believe it was an animal. Of course.
3: No, no.
2: Um, So it wasn't like he had had an experience and he was like, oh, yeah, son, I I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. So have... So at that point, and you said early '90s. Did did you even know what, what a Bigfoot was?
3: I mean, I've seen the books and and the things on it, but you know, you never think in Ohio you're ever want to see something like that.
2: No, and and I gotta be honest, I've heard other stories about people seeing Bigfoot down around Prospect for sure. Um, is a there, because there's a river right that runs through the, What river runs through?
3: That would be okay. the, that would be the stinky Sciota, <laughs>
2: the, Sci- the Sciota the River. Uh, yep. So, I mean, that's a pretty good sized river.
3: Oh, good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it makes sense, um, you know, because I guess one of the prevailing thoughts is, is that these animals that, you know, that's like a highway for them
3: to, oh, yeah. to go up Deer and down the river. And everything else.
2: So, okay. So you, so you see this thing, does it, does it move? Do you smell anything? Does it make a, well, you know, does it make a noise or,
3: you know, anything? there was, it was about nine thirty. I was out, I was out in the field. It was, it was me and my uh, friends and we smelled what we thought was a, what we thought was like something dead. And I'm like, well, there must be some something, something over there dead. And we didn't really think anything of it because you know, It's on the farm, and we smell that stuff all the time anyways. But, you know, apparently it was hiding somewhere somewhere watching us. But then once I came around with the bike and, you know, seen it, it just stood there.
2: Wow. And so, now, when you went back in to tell your dad, and did he just, did he say, well, what he says, I thought it was a homeless man. Did he like say, okay, let's go out and see if it really is. Cause I mean, you wouldn't really want somebody on your property, but well, he was around. more,
3: right. He was more curious to what, a, you know, if he goes, he was more curious that there's so, so, some. But he goes, like he's like my dad said, he goes, there's gotta be someone out there.
2: But it never, but it never crossed his mind that it might be a animal. Well, I mean, why yeah. would it, why, why yeah. would it back in the nineties, Like you said, especially in Ohio, you never would have uh, thought that you didn't like, I mean, I'm from almost just directly north of where you guys were from. Um, And we didn't, I didn't even know what was going on in the eastern part of the state, you know, over um, with Grassman and um, the Minerva Monster and stuff. I didn't know any of that stuff. You know, we just didn't have a way of of learning about it. So, um, so. so did you have another experience on the farm there at any time?
3: uh actually no but uh it would have been 2003 we were up in the upper part of the michigan and uh me and my oh oh me and my my the wife were uh were uh were uh, reading and she goes what is that smell and I said, it smells like a dead animal. I said, I don't know what it is. Well, she was out with you, you know what I mean? Well, yeah.
2: <laughs> Listen, I don't want to uh, repeat. I didn't want to say it. I didn't and that.
3: then, you know, I'm like, I don't, I said, I don't know what it is. But it must be something dead. It's, you know, it's fine. The next morning, we got up, and out in the woods is this loud, loud crash, like something huge was trying to run. And then when... Then when I went out to the window to, you know, to, to see if something, you know, if, if there's something there dead, and I've seen these huge, these these really huge, huge prints that were probably about, if it was a shoe size, it'd be like a size 18 to 19.
2: Holy smokes. That's, I mean, that's a good size shoe. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I wear a 13 and I, I can't imagine what a how big an 18 would look next to that so
3: yeah so if me and my wife were thinking this thing must have been staring in the window
2: really like so like outside of where you guys were staying like what were you what were you staying in A camper or something uh
3: we were staying in a uh we were staying in a small little uh cabin in the in the forest right on a lake
2: Oh, okay. All right. So, okay. so you guys could smell the thing outside the cabin?
4: Yeah, it's stunk. Well, the truth of it is, is, I got sprayed by a skunk while I was trying to see if I caught them doing anything, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> So that's where the smell came from. And it was me trying to peek through the window, you know. Uh, finally,
2: finally, Kyle, have you, does P wear a size 18? <laughs>
3: I wear a size 10.
2: <laughs> oh man um, and at
3: that when my when i showed the footprints to my dad that's when he that, that that's when he goes he goes there's definitely something out here
2: so so did it dawn on so your dad was up there with you in the upper peninsula then yeah <clears throat> okay so at that point did did you say hey, do you remember when I was a kid and I saw something out in the field? No. And you, you you didn't? You didn't? Nope. say. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what what I would have been like that's like every kid's dream to say dad. Oh, you man. idiot. You idiot. Don't you know this is the same thing that I saw? I mean, my kids don't take don't miss a chance to call me an idiot. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, that would have been a perfect time to say. Because did your dad see the footprint back yeah. in Ohio? Or did he see the one back in Ohio that you said you saw? Yeah. And even he didn't, like, make a connection and sure. say, that's pretty similar. To- he probably
3: did, but he didn't say anything out loud.
2: Ah, so is he one of those guys that is not going to. Not going to admit to something that may... that. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Now, so you have not... Is he still around?
3: Oh, yeah. He's have 73.
2: So have you ever, like, talked to him about be, those being connected since then or, well, or anything? Well,
3: now he came to the conclusion, he goes, there's definitely something out there. And he goes, we really need to find it.
2: So now all of a sudden, he's ready. To, he's raring to go. Oh yeah! Before when you were a little kid, he's like, "That's a homeless guy," and now it's like, "Okay, jeez." So, so down around the Prospect Green Camp area, have you guys heard of anybody else having? uh, I haven't.
3: I mean, I have. I I know there. My I know. uh, I think it's my granddad said that there was one spotted in like nineteen fifties there.
2: Oh, in the fifties? Okay. Yeah. Which back then might have been they might have called it a wild man or something, you know? Have, yeah. Might not have been. Okay. I'd just be I'd just be curious if uh, if anybody out there that's even listening, especially from Ohio, because we did have a guest on recently who who had some interesting things to say about North Central Ohio around uh, the Marion-Waldo area, um, which this area is all the, basically the same you know oh yeah that what you're talking about um do you guys well the thing that happened in the upper peninsula did you guys ask around is it a, is that a place that you guys go to frequently or is it just oh yeah people? so yeah. so since you go back there have you ever asked around to the locals and
3: well they actually say that that actually happens a lot
2: really that yeah. people that people see yep. them or they smell them and see footprints or Something.
3: they usually uh see them but they said that's one of the things that you know you see them up up here quite a bit and they're like they're like to us it's just like deer it's like yeah whatever really okay. yeah
2: okay that's um that's pretty that's a little interesting that yeah that they did see them enough that they're just like deer so do you guys because we're going to get into what else it is that you guys do but do you guys do any um going out and looking for bigfoot at all or doing any you know we, haven't, to...
3: we haven't yet but yeah that...
4: I, i'm strictly i'm strictly strictly the paranormal part he likes to go out and uh search for stuff like that he's invited me a few times but i'm more into uh so you're the brain you're uh, the
2: brains of the group is what you're telling me
4: well, we're right. equal, Yeah, you know. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm more the uh, the uh, one that goes out and goes in first because I sometimes can sense a lot of things, and he doesn't like that. So he tries to be the last one in, let me go in and see what I feel or see or whatever, and then he'll come in. So he's, so, okay, so Kyle's the brains of the outfit. Sam yeah. in
2: first.
4: He's, he's. <laughs> He's the uh, recorder and the uh, and the cameraman. You know, I'm the one that has to get uh, attacked first if we're going to get attacked.
2: <laughs> so, okay, so let's, you know, let's kind of transition from, you know, those couple of Bigfoot stories into um, your guys' paranormal uh, research. And I, you guys told me it's called – you guys' group is called the Paranormal Ohio People.
3: Yes. Pop.
2: Yep. Pop. Okay. Yep. Now Kyle's had a jab at your dad because he was a non-believer so for so many years, and you're just like, I'm gonna call pop. So no. kinda, okay, I just checking. So tell me so, so tell me a little bit how you guys got into the paranormal part of uh, of what it is you guys do.
3: Well, I've always been curious about, you know, the spirits out there when I was a, growing up on the same exact farm that house was haunted. So, I mean, I've always been around ghosts. So, I mean, it was one of those things I was always
4: curious about. And I myself, you know, as a kid, my mom and I seemed to have this weird, uh, sensory connection. Um, like a lot of times if when I was younger and I would walk to school before I'd head out the door, she said, Hey, be, uh, be on the lookout for this vehicle or this person, or, Whatever. And on the way to school, of course, that vehicle or person would show up. Um, And, uh, you know, so as I got older, I started honing in more on, um, I guess you'd say, the sensory part of my brain, you know, was able to pick up on a lot of uh, electro uh, uh, spectrums, so to speak. Okay. So. But my first real experience uh, was uh, I was at a movie theater and uh, I was there first before everyone else. What's that? I was there first before everyone else. And you know how they have the the screen up with the lights on it Mm -hmm. or the advertisements and stuff. And um, I guess this uh, movie theater had been built on top of an old burial site and uh something kept making me focus on the screen and you know and it was telling me to look up and i looked up and they had one of those you know the movie theaters have like the ceiling fans the older movie theaters and uh this fans just rocking around and everything and this uh feeling or voice you know i mean i could hear it in my head not out loud but it was telling me that I need to let management know that if they don't fix that, somebody's going to get hurt. And, uh, so I went, you know, told management, they said, Oh no, that fan's been doing that for years. It's fine. And all that and everything. And, um, the next day I see in the paper that after I left, there was another showing and everything. And of course the fan did come down and hit a few people that were sitting in that area. And, uh, I was like, wow, you know, if they would have just listened to me, you know, and <laughs> wow. was now was the fan moving? Yeah, the fan was spinning and you looked up, okay. you saw it rocking around, but it looked like I mean, they said it's been doing that for like four or five years. So, so I'm like, OK, I ended up moving away from it because I didn't want it to fall on me, obviously. But uh, no, the movie came on and we watched the movie and I left and then they had their next showing and. I guess uh, the crowd that got in there for the next showing, you know, the fan the just fell and hit, I think it was like five people that were sitting up underneath it. And uh, I was like, well, I guess they should have listened to me because I was trying to listen to the voice that was telling me. But wow. that was my that was my start, you know, and after that, it's like I could walk into areas, uh, you know, and just start feeling. It's kind of almost like a, like a like a sick feeling in my stomach, um, but then it, it it starts turning into uh, how do I explain it? Um, in some cases, it's like something's trying to take over, and uh, it gets my attention. So then I try to focus in on what it is and everything and 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 then it directs me into different areas. And Kyle and myself, you know, we've been on quite a few uh, excursions where oh, yeah. um, we, you know, I go in and I feel these things and uh, then we talk to the family to find out some information. I don't like to ask information up front because you get preconceived ideas in your head and then every little sound you hear, or whatever, starts creating a picture, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. So, I like to go in with as little information as possible, and then if I start hearing or feeling things, I'll pass it on to Kyle, or we'll talk to the uh, homeowner or business owner, and then find a little more things out and assure that what I'm sensing, they're agreeing with, you know. Um, but we've had quite, quite <laughs> We've had quite a few. Uh, times where, uh, I mean, there's a trotters club here in Marion uh, that uh, we were called to go and check out and um, we went in and we did our thing and we, you know, sent some things and they ended up asking us if we can do a cleanse and see if we can get the two spirits that they believed were there to move on. And we did our cleanse and we never heard back from them. So we assumed that uh, that moved on. so so did
2: you so like did you go into the place then and and oh yeah for and confirm what they
3: no usually what we do is we tell the we usually tell the clients you know if you hear any other noises anything just call us and we'll come back i said if everything is good and all then you're good
2: well, what I meant was, is so they they felt there was a couple spirits there and you guys went in and confirmed that there right. was a couple spirits well, and that they did the, the, the cleansing.
4: Yeah, they also had their, a lot of their patrons also, were, you know, when we went in, a lot of the patrons were confirming that they had seen these uh, these spirits and they had seen things getting, uh, like beer glasses being knocked over, uh, things of that nature. And uh, they believed that one of them was like a real angry spirit. So uh, we went in to see what we can feel and find and everything. and uh, in the end, we ended up uh, just trying to ask the if if the spirit wanted to stay that it had to just basically behave, you know that they don't mind it being there. They just didn't want it to do anything to harm anyone or to scare anyone. Um, if it wanted to party, it could party, you know, basically. <laughs> um, but you know, no, yeah. no crazy antics where it's chasing people away. And, uh, yeah, we told them in the end that, uh, if they experienced anything else, uh, obviously give us a call and, um, we never heard back from them. And so we, we left it at that. Um, and there's, sometimes we do get called back, you know, uh, one gentleman just, uh, about six months ago. Right. Yeah. About that. Yeah. we went to uh, his home cause he was having some, uh, issues he was really scared him and his kid kept leaving the house to stay at family. And we went in and we got what we got. And then uh, we, you know, in the end we uh, cleansed the place for him. Um, He said everything seemed to quiet down, but then he said it started back up. So he wanted us to come back and, but before we can come back, he just said he he didn't want to deal with it anymore. So um, he, he he, he packed up and moved, but you know, that happens. And you know,
2: but, um, well, so Pete, we kind of glossed over this a little bit. I'm sorry. That you said your mom and you had this kind of connection.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so, I mean, that's good. Look, my mom made me lunch every day, but we didn't have like a psychic connection.
4: No. Okay? Um, so, so can we go? I, I'd like to.
2: Hear oh yeah. I can go about, back to that. Yeah. Like my and, mom. And, and how did she, like, when did she first start having um she said that
4: she felt it when she was a teenager but she never told anyone but the way that we found out me and her really had this connection is uh i got up it was i used to take the bus but this particular day i had to walk to school because i had missed the bus and uh my school was you know quite a distance away but she said hey um be on the lookout for this black car it's going to have two gentlemen in it they're going to come by you because i had to walk by this lake uh there was a sidewalk around it was called 119th street lake and it was a big lake but you know there's streets and all that all right. but uh, she said a black car is going to come up on you and they're going to say hey uh, you want to buy some jewelry because they're going to try to sell you jewelry and they're going to tell you that you know it's close to mother's day and you know stuff like that she says do not stop, keep walking, try to get away from them. She says, you're going to go around the corner and they're going to still come up on you. So just be careful. I said, okay. You know, I didn't think nothing of it, but then I get to 119th street Lake. And of course this car pulls up, black car pulls up. The guy's leading out. He says, Hey man, he says, uh, you want to buy some jewelry you know it's mother's day and everything we got some good deals here we got a trunk full of jewelry if you want to come over and look at it and i said no i'm good you know thanks move on you know and i kept walking and they kept following me and just kept saying hey man we got really good deals i said no no so i said well i'm going to turn at the corner and take a different route well of course they come down that way and all and eventually i just turned to him and i said hey man uh you guys need to keep keep going, leave me alone, you know, or I'm just going to yell out, you know, and they took off. And of course, I got to school. And then when I got home, I told my mom what happened. And she goes, oh, she goes, uh, well, I wasn't surprised. She said, I always felt that you and I had the same kind of connection. I just never wanted to say anything because that was just one out of maybe a dozen other times. But Um, At that point, I just started, uh, I got books on clairvoyance and and ESP and stuff like that and started studying it and it seemed like it helped me uh, enhance it more um, to where I could be in certain surroundings and just feel things about people around me, which can kind of be overwhelming, (laughs) you know, at times. Kyle, does that
2: freak you out knowing that he can do that? So whatever you're no. thinking right now, it doesn't no. freak. You. <laughs> so, so the fact that he knows maybe like what you're thinking about what he's wearing right now it doesn't bother you. No, he's
3: just.
2: <laughs> so Pete, like, don't you go home and say like, "What the heck, mom? How did you know that?" <laughs>
4: yeah, I walked in. Well, I, what it was is I walked in and she was already by the door and she's just looking at me with that look. Like, uh, did it happen? So I was like, uh, well, Mom, what you said was right, you know, a black car. I described the car and the guys to her and all that. And she said, "Oh, she goes, I was hoping I was wrong, you know, uh, and all that. but another instance so I used to be a daredevil when I was a kid because I grew up in the Bronx, so there's not a lot of grass and trees. I, I was
2: gonna say th- did this take place in Prospector Green Camp because I no, no, this, we're all this, about. this
4: this happened in Florida, but I was, I'm was i originally from New York, and uh, <laughs> what's funny there is, um, like I said, I'm a daredevil, and New, New York has very little trees and grass, at least where I lived at, so when we moved to Florida, I was like, wow, you know, so I became a wild man, you know, climbing trees and jumping things and all that, and riding my bike and jumping ramps and Um, but there was one time I got hurt really bad. I mean, I literally pretty much scalped the top of my head (laughs) and, uh, they called my mom, but before the phone even rang, she had picked it up and she said, what hospital is my son in? And they're like, what, you know, we, we didn't even say anything. She goes, just tell me what hospital my son is in. And if, if, if he's alive, you know, if he's Okay and uh so they told her where i was and she showed up and she told me she says i knew you was hurt because before the phone even rang i picked it up because i knew you were hurt and they were going to call me so i said mom you need to stop doing that you know (laughs) yeah you're like freaking
2: people out mom
4: yeah you know
2: (laughs) wow like uh, so well and this is a side of like did those dudes ever did they do that to another kid I mean, I
4: don't know. Um, I never talked to anybody else about it. So, I mean, I never saw anything in the news or anything, you know. Um, But, you know, it's Florida. Who knows? They might have moved to a different part of the town or neighborhood or something and tried it again, you know. Um, That part of Miami was not a very uh, safe place.
2: (laughs) You know, right there, though, you could have really freaked them out when they pulled up and said, hey, look, guys. I know it's almost Mother's Day, but I don't want any of that jewelry that my mom... I should
4: have. Oh, my
2: gosh. <laughs> you you could have scared those dudes straight for the rest yeah. of the <laughs> Straight straight. Oh, so, so, th- so this is a, a gift, I guess, you could say, that you then kind of realized you could... Um, work at improving maybe yeah is that is that a good way to look at it
4: well yeah you can look at it as a gift at times but sometimes especially when you're in a crowd of people like you know if you're at disney because one time i was at disney world and you know you got hundreds of people around you and i just kept getting these feelings every time people would walk by me and then sometimes i i would just want to go up to somebody and say hey uh you know did this happen or did that happen? Or, you know, and it's, it, it, it sometimes it can get overwhelming to where you're just like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to feel it because, you know, some, it's just a lot, you know, and then I worry that, what if I knew about my family or friends, do I really want to know what's going to happen to them at any particular time? You know? Um, so sometimes you I step back and, 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 uh, and, uh, tried to suppress it, I guess is the word, you know, so you
2: can, so you've kind of figured out a mechanism as far as shielding yourself from some of that stuff is what.
4: Yeah. And a lot of situations, you know, when I'm in big crowds and stuff, I try to just, if I can shut it off, you know,
2: now, um, I mean, I can understand like your mom having a real tight, specific connection with you and knowing maybe you know maybe being able to pick up on something more specific but like when you're in a big crowd like that and it's just random people you don't know are the feelings that specific that you could go up and ask ask somebody a question about something um pertain to what you're feeling i mean is well, that well,
4: it, it, it doesn't break it down to where i can say it's um if you know hey your mom or your 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 uh Okay. loved one who's passed on is trying to tell me. but it's strong enough to let me know that somebody around me might have something going on or they might have a a a spirit family member following them around you know um or the family member wants to let them know um perfect example is when i used to work for this place in upper and uh One of the gentlemen I worked with, his dad had passed away. Really nice guy, but he he was an elder. You know, he had worked for a long time.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple: we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea
4: and he had passed away but his biggest thing that everybody remembers about him is that he always walked around with a smile so it was like a month later or so i'm at my table building my doors and everything and i kept seeing this shadow around me and uh, at first i just brushed it off saying it's just my imagination but i kept seeing it and then i turned to address the shadow and it, it was this gentleman smiling at me and uh so I said to him, I said, are you trying to tell me something? And he says, uh, basically his mouth was moving and, uh, he basically wanted me to let his son know that he was still there working, you know, cause he loved working there, that he was still there. He's having a good time, you know, and that everything's okay with him. So I didn't know how to approach this guy I worked with, but I eventually just went up to him and I said, Hey, um. I'm not trying to upset you or anything, but I just need to let you know that your dad's okay. Um, He's actually here with you. You know, um, this is where he likes to be because this is where he's been for years, you know, just smiling and continuing to do his thing. And he uh, broke down in tears and everything, but he thanked me and all because he was worried that his dad was not in a happy place. And I said, nope, he's having a great time, you know, and all that. So he gave me a hug and everything and said, thank you. You know, I was I was really worried, um, wondering, you know, if he's all right and all that. So I was able to ease his pain. But sometimes I have that and sometimes I don't. Sometimes it's just a feeling that there is somebody around or something going on, you know.
2: Wow, that's um, that's some incredible stuff right there. I I don't know i mean, I got to hand it to you. I don't know that I could, or the normal person. I mean, yeah. you could just could just accept that. That's a yeah. lot. Of, I hate, for lack of a better term, it's a lot of responsibility.
4: Kind of. It is. It it can it be you. funny. It, it can be funny at sometimes too, because we used to belong to a uh, Boy Scout troop, and one of the 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 head leader, he always tried to stay away from me because he said every time he got close to me, he felt that somebody was there with us and uh <laughs> he, he didn't like that feeling he says Do my hair stand up every time i get next to you so he always put people between us you know so it was kind of comical at times Jeez.
2: so so to get back then into um to get back into what you guys are doing now how so, ba- so basically when you're feeling stuff like you've said at disneyland it's not from the people. It's from a
4: spirit that may be attached to them is what is that what you believe? Yeah, okay. so it's not it's not that I'm feeling them. It, I'm feeling okay the the energy around them that it could be uh, a child, a mother, a brother, you know, just any 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 of those. And you know, did like I said, Disney's got hundreds of people there at any time. So you're feeling all this energy you know and it gets to the point where you can't even enjoy having fun because you're just constantly turning around like looking this way looking that way you know like which which one of these people am I getting it from you know or you know so I had to kind of learn how to just say or step back and tell everybody tell the, the, this energy to just leave me alone you know let me have fun you know let me do my thing you know well and and so
2: i mean i don't know how many different times from like the sixth sense to how many other movies try to portray that sort of ability um how close do they come like movies wise to to portraying what it's really like to have have that ability
4: well there's there's quite a few of them you would agree right that they they come pretty close i mean you know um, there's some of these shows that I watch or that, well, we watch, um, mm-hmm. sometimes we'll call each other and we'll say, hey, did you see this show or that show? And we're, we're, we'll say, um, I call BS on that, you know, yep. um, because it, you you don't always walk into someplace and right away start saying, oh, you know, your house is on an a, in the ancient Indian ground, you know, or, oh, this is happening. You know, you, you got to give it time. And in a lot of cases, if there is a spirit there, there's a lot of times they don't want to let us know they're there. Yeah, you yeah. know, she just laid quiet. Um, They they don't want to let us know because they know that we're there to possibly try to see if they will move on, you know, so they don't want to move,
2: you know. Yeah, I, I've heard that too. Like they're hiding, like they're hiding from you guys.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: Or, or they, and, and I don't know, like I kind of get the impression that sometimes some of those spirits don't realize they're the spirits.
4: Right, you know,
2: and that you coming into where they're at, maybe you are the the spirits to them, and they're yeah. like scared and trying to figure out what it is you guys are up to. Like,
4: yeah, yeah. we're we're yeah. intruding on we're intruding in their home because, like you said, they they don't know that something has happened. So in their eyes, it's like, who are these people in my home? You know,
2: kind of like uh, the others. Remember that yeah. Nicole yeah. kid? yeah, yeah, one where you get to. Th- and if I'm spoiling it for anybody 20 years later, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, you get to the end and, you, and, and the people who think everybody else is ghosts, they're the ghosts. I, right, yeah, right. Um, but, uh, wow. So, um, so, going back to what you guys are doing today, then, what, man, oh, man, are you, <laughs> how do you prepare yourself to walk into every place then? especially ones that people, you know, say are haunted. I mean, you just, you just to the point where, oh, I just got to go, you know, rip the bandaid off and go in and whatever happens, happens.
3: Well, a lot of times we'll do a prayer before we, before we, we actually start. Um, That way we can pray and make sure that we go in these places that, that, that we're protected by God.
2: And so that seems to kind of help as you guys go in.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And one one of my ways of preparing myself is I never go into any place we're asked to go into with any fear because fear is an open door to especially if it's a bad spirit or entity or anything of that nature, fear is an open door, um, to where they can, they, they can get into your, your space, you know, um,
2: can can they, could they really, could a spirit like that really physically harm you?
4: Oh, I've had Um, one that take, I mean, that tried to take me down to the ground. We were, we were at a, we were at a, (laughs) Here
3: in at a park called Sawyers Park. It used to be uh, Sawyers Insane Asylum. Um, it, it closed its doors in 1977, but there was a crematorium in the back corner where they used to cremate the bodies. And if no one picked up their ashes, there was also a pond there where they would just dump their ashes in the pond. Oh, but about, about 1979, 1980, there was a group of girls that went back there to practice the witchcraft. Whatever portal they opened, they never did get it closed. And when I was back there with Pete, Pete actually got attacked and he actually, I mean, he went down hard. And that's when my wife said, She's not, she's never going, never going with us again.
4: Yeah. She was standing next to me when, uh, when this uh, this happened and uh, the hairs on her arm started standing up and um, the wind just where me and her were, the, the air got cold. Uh, there was a breeze where nobody else because everybody else was a little further away, but none of them had were feeling a breeze. And it was literally like what it felt like at first was like somebody was grabbing the inside of my stomach, trying to twist it. And I turned to her and I said, "This thing's like trying to trying to get me and all that." And so she grabbed a hold of me, and then she felt energy, so she let go, and it started upsetting her. So she says, "We." She yelled for Kyle and 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 uh, some other friends that were with us, and uh, they were trying to keep me from going to the ground because it literally was was knocking me to the ground. And so they he was doing the prayer, and we were walking dragging me and all that. And uh, the wife I had at the time, she was taking pictures and there was these, the the, the orb energy was ball was like super huge. It was and the further we got away, she just kept flashing, you know, taking picture, 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 picture. So as we're getting further away, the orb started getting smaller, which meant we were getting further away from its energy. And when we got, as we were going away, I started feeling better and stuff. So to test it out, I walked a little bit back out there, and uh, no, it, it right away tried to attach to me. And also, at that point, we said, "Well, we got to leave right now," you know.
2: <laughs> so, did did it only try to get you?
4: Yeah, because I, like I said, I, I'm I'm more the uh, open open portal, so to speak. You yeah, know, okay. it sense that it sensed that I had the ability to know it was there. So, I think it was trying to tell me to not let anybody know it was there, you know. Um, well, isn't it
2: wasn't trying to like twist your insides out. Y- it, was, it was counterproductive to you not. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well,
2: <laughs> again, don't tell like, anybody. Like, I'm going to try to gut you, but don't tell yeah. anybody
4: that, I, that I'm here, <laughs> right? Okay. Um, but like yeah. I said, I didn't show it any fear, so it was more like a battle between its will and my will, you know, and uh, um. And, you know, I I mean, I came out on the winning end, I guess. Uh, I've been back there since, you know, quite a few times, and it lets me know that it's still there. And um, so I know where my boundaries are. Like, if I'm not feeling uh, 100%, you know, like if I got a cold or something like that, I know my boundaries. As soon as I feel that energy, I step back and uh, just let everybody else walk up. You know, it doesn't seem to bother anybody else. Uh Because it just knows they're not going to know it's there, you know. I
2: mean? <laughs> so, so is that just the energy from one entity, or is that a combined energy? Like you said, did, what they dumped the ashes back there—if they weren't playing—I mean, is that a combined well, okay. effort gonna, What do you think? I'm
3: going to say it's just one. I think when the girls are back there practicing the witchcraft, I think they invited back there a demon that they never got that portal closed so that is just stuck right there
2: wow um, okay so now is that something you guys would try to get rid of if you could or are you
4: just well in all honesty we wasn't expecting that to be there i mean we would just we just went out to see if what we could pick up and uh this one just seemed to let us know it was there. What it was doing, because later on, as we went back other times, yeah. right, um, we found other, we felt and found other spirits and recordings. Um, but there's even one where a woman told uh told us to leave because it knew we were there and it didn't want us there. So it was holding these other spirits, you know, uh, kind of in a cage, basically. And it doesn't want us there to let these other spirits go, which we have. We've we've actually um, released some. Um, but yeah, when we're there, it knows. It knows especially when I'm there, and uh, he doesn't like that because I say he because it seems like it's a it's a male entity. Um, he doesn't like when I'm there because I'm able to sense him and, and 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 say well you know if we're going to do this battle i'm going to release some other spirits while, while i'm here so
3: yeah i know when when we got the evp of this of this uh spirit or demon it spoke to us first in latin which hasn't been spoken in years um, and then it also it also told us in a low growly voice to go away
2: Wow. And you guys caught that on an EV? Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yep. It actually says, go away, get out. Um, it was bad enough that we had a, a gentleman that was wanting to join our group <laughs> and that was the last time we seen him. He said, Hey, my wife's calling me. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> he never came back. Wow. Um, is that,
2: now I'm just going to ask, is that something that, that, uh, we could get a copy of and share with our listeners.
3: We should be able to. Well, okay. let me go see if. Hang
2: on, I might, well, You don't I might... have to do it. You don't have to do it right now. We can, I can get it for you later, and we'll put it up on okay. our social media. Yeah, we'll put it up on our social media. That would right. just be. That would be. <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah, yeah I'd love. I'd love like any kind of evidence that you guys might have got. We could put together like a little uh, montage of stuff. Like if we got some pictures and some EVPs, and we could we could put that out there so people could see what you guys have captured. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, look, it is the Halloween season, so we might as well just <laughs> go ahead and scare the, the... <laughs> Now, is that the old Now, when you say you think it's a demon, like people throw that word out a lot. And I hear people kind of say, "Well, not everything it's a, it's not really a demon. This is what a demon is." And I mean, I don't know who's right and who's wrong, but why do well, you guys think it's uh, to me a
3: demon? saying it's a demon? is because it actually spoke to us in old, in really old uh, Latin that has okay. not been spoken probably since the 1600s.
4: Yeah, I, I categorize it as that sometimes. Uh, well, not just that one, but any one that we come across that seems to be really, really strong. You know, because it's it's uh angry enough that it's it's absorbing whatever energy it can possibly absorb in order to put up that battle or in order to chase you away you know um because for it to for it to have that much energy it has to be an angry uh, entity because the Someone who's just trapped or something like that, you know, they they got energy that you can feel. But when when you feel that really strong energy, it's it's usually an angry spirit. So I guess that's why we categorize it in some cases as a demon, because they are doing demonic kind of things. You know, I mean, they're trying Mm -hmm. to hurt you Um, if they're pulling people's hair. Like some of the places we get called to, you know, it's like, hey, they grabbed my child and threw it down the stairs um that's not a nice spirit you know um that's that's a spirit that's basically telling you it wants you out of there it wants to be the sole control to this area so that is kind of demonic in a sense you know
3: and there's a lot of times we'll when we're, we're in a house we'll go in a room and the air is so heavy and so hot and thick that you can't breathe yeah you can't breathe And i mean if you're a trash sphere heaven bound sphere you're not going to put off that kind of on energy where it's going to make the air real real you know hot and
4: thick because here's another example is we use electronics um our cameras and our recorders and we stop and get brand new batteries just for the heck of it you know we put brand new batteries in to make sure the dates are good on them so they should be charged and we can walk into an area, and in some cases, five minutes after we're there, none of our electronics want to work. Yeah. But when we go back outside or get back in our vehicle and check everything, everything works fine. You know, which that shouldn't happen. Yeah. Once it's
2: once it's dead or it doesn't work, right? It shouldn't. It shouldn't just all of a sudden.
4: Right. Uh, it should. It should just stay. Uh, uh, you know, incapacitated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Exactly. Um, So, so what? um, What is some of you? You know, what's one of your favorite places here in North Central Ohio that you guys have visited? As far as um, I don't know how to say favorite because what would be what would be favorite about it? Like, what's one of the most haunted places in North Central Ohio you guys have been around or anywhere in Ohio?
4: I guess for that matter, Um, we've been to what about four or five different cemetery areas that are supposedly haunted um we've been to
3: the uh the mansfield reformatory
2: mm-hmm. now what did you get what did you guys think about that
4: uh, it was I quite like interesting this. um you know uh when i was there i mean i've felt a little bit of stuff but not too much there's a place in west virginia um uh I'm trying to remember the name of it because and, uh, I went there.
2: Isn't that is that like the way is Waverly in West Virginia? Waverly uh, Hills? Um,
3: no, uh, hang on. It was a lunaticus. Yeah, lunatic. Yeah, lunatic, uh, yeah. Lunatic I should
4: have remembered the name, but now I'm it's, I've got brain lock all of a sudden. <laughs> but uh the
3: trans trans
4: allegheny Allegheny. yeah trans oh okay yeah now that place (laughs) um i was there with uh when i was still married uh she took me there uh as on vacation we were gonna go to a winery out there and we were gonna go to trans allegheny and uh we're in there and we're going on a tour And we get to I think it was maybe the third floor and our guide said, well, you guys can freely look around in any of the rooms up here. And everybody just kept walking around and all. And we started walking and I stopped and something was pulling me into this one room. And I turned and we walked in there and this room had what looked like blood smeared all over the walls. I even got a picture of it. I'm going to have to find that and give it to you. Um, but I felt like a lot of energy in there and I'm like, wow. And I'm like, is this real blood? Cause it looked like real blood. So I asked the guide and she says, we've painted that over. She says, I'd say like a million times. And she says, it just keeps coming back. So we just stopped doing it. She said, because there was a woman that they had in that room that she would cut herself up and uh she would just smear it all over the wall and everything and and and, you know and she goes it surprised me that you found that room because nobody usually ever goes to that room you know in all the years i've been here i said well something pulled me into this room you know so that was uh an odd thing you know and then we went down to uh where they uh the morgue and uh they have this big you know how the morgues have the the coolers yeah and of course the coolers there aren't working anymore but they were open and everything and and stuff and as we walked by one of the coolers it drew me over there like somebody was saying like come here basically so i went over there and i was taking pictures in there and all and and uh i asked uh our guide i said you know i mean obviously you guys use these coolers when back in the day and she goes well that particular cooler we don't they stopped using because it had failed and i guess the uh body they had in there of course you know
2: decomposed
4: yeah you know and uh (laughs) so they believe they believe the spirit of that body still lingers in in that part of the morgue so (laughs) But that was what? that was an interesting place to go. So I if anybody
2: probably not very happy, right? Like... Yeah.
4: So if anybody really wants to go out, that's one place that uh, I would recommend they go. And they do have lock-in tours sometimes. Oh, jeez.
2: Well, so how do you guys? Um, do you guys just normally? Do you guys get called? Do people know? I mean, know that you guys go in and will help uh, get rid of a spirit or can investigate stuff. Do the, is this like word of mouth, or is there a place like people uh, can go find you guys information if they want want to have you come check out their house or place of business or whatever?
3: We actually have a f- 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 Facebook, uh, the f- face Facebook page underneath Paranormal Ohio people, and my uh, my uh, my uh numbers on there.
2: Okay, so they can get a hold of you, Kyle, then if they go to yep. the paranormal Ohio people page and um so if they so now, do you guys on that page, do you guys share uh, experiences and stuff, or people like put up haunted you know stuff about haunts from Ohio oh, yeah. that, so so it's not just a page about that. people get on there and check out other people's stuff, yeah, okay, cool.
3: cool. It's a place to share your stuff without being judged.
2: Okay, and that's and that's pretty important. I mean, yeah, um, we we get a lot of guests on, especially, um, you know, Kyle. People like your dad. Okay, yeah, that don't you know they may have had a couple of experiences. They don't really want to talk about it, but it comes to the point where, you know, now he's seventy three years old, and he's like, "Hey, look, I think there's something out there. We probably need to figure this out." And right. they'll come to me and to. Some of the other guys and, and, and gals that have podcasts that they enjoy and and just like, OK, I feel like I can talk to you about it and share, you know, share without being judged. Because most of the people then that listen to our shows aren't there to, you know, judge somebody and say, oh, that guy's a liar or that girl that, you know, that one right. doesn't. They're there to to, to get to gain more. Not a lot of people are listening because they've had experiences and they just want to be, uh, have them confirmed in their own mind, whether it's a UFO experience or a ghost experience or a Bigfoot experience. And well, there's a lot they, of
3: people that don't want to come out because they're scared to, you know, someone's going to judge them or they're going to mm, call. Them absolutely.
2: Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, um, and that's a shame, you know, it's yeah. a shame that we, we, people are more understanding and open to listening to other people's experiences because I'm going to tell you, if I, I rarely have ever run into anybody who, if they didn't have an experience, they know somebody that had an experience, no matter what it is. And then when you start talking to people, then they're usually like, well, you know, my grandma's house, I used to, you know, I remember this and I remember that, but. No, I think it's I think it's great what you guys uh, what you guys go out there and do. I mean, I would never do it because I'm scared. I'm like the guy whose wife has called and said I got to come home. Um, <laughs> I'm not going out there. But especially, you know, Pete, for you to go out there knowing that you know the spirits could tell. You know, it's that old Eddie Murphy. I know that you know that I know. That you know that I'm watching <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: the, the Mr. T Eddie Murphy skit. Uh, <laughs> but um, I mean, that's, I, you got to have some guts, man, to do that. Because you know, they're, you know, you're the one they're, they're going to focus on. Sure. Yeah. And, and no wonder Kyle sends you in first. I mean, <laughs> come on. Now, before I let you guys go, I do want to, I'm going to throw this out there to you is, you know, I hear I talk to a lot of people and I hear a lot of people talk about like the Bigfoot stuff, maybe having some spiritual aspect to it, some paranormal aspect to it. What do you like, Pete and Kyle, what do you guys think about that? Like, I there...
3: honestly, I think they're connected in some way, somehow, because um there was a guy down south in Athens area that said he was near a cemetery <laughs> and actually heard the vocals of the Bigfoot. So, I mean, I think they coexist side by side. Like, I don't know what Bigfoot really is. I don't know if he's like, you know, what kind of, if he's a creature, if he's an alien, what he is. But I think they do coexist side by side.
4: You know, my, my opinion on it is I don't I don't know if it has anything to do with paranormal or not. I would say, I I would believe that in today's time, Bigfoot can still exist. I mean, there's so much land out there that we have not even touched, you know. Um, So I believe that it could, you know, it's something that could be out there. I mean, uh, people have seen it in the uh, Alligator Alley there in in Florida, Um, you know, in the Everglades, you know. Um, as I was growing up, there was a lot of stories about that. And, you, you know, so, I mean, you, I, I don't rule it out. I mean, me personally, I've not, I have not experienced it, but I've talked to plenty of people that have. Um, and I don't say, I don't, I don't never judge them or, or or doubt, you know, what they, what they say they saw, you know, because uh, who knows? I mean, who am I to sit there and say, no, you didn't see it, you know?
2: yeah being be similar to somebody saying well you can't you can't hear what a ghost is saying yeah you know come on i can't so how can you you know i just wondered i just wondered if pete you ever you know kyle's ever drug you out in the woods and you've been out there and you've been you've kind of felt some stuff
4: well i got punched i got punched in the nads one time you know i mean
2: (laughs) out in the woods
4: yeah Yeah. we we were at uh was that
2: at the cabin when you were looking in the window no, no,
4: no. <laughs> no, we was at a uh, an old uh, military uh, um, gravesite, and uh, back when they just put little blocks on the ground, you know. And I guess I was stepping on one because I didn't see it. It was late at dark, late at night, and everything. And we were asking our questions and all. And Kyle was like twenty feet away from me or so. About that, yeah. And all of a sudden. I just got punched in the in the lower region (laughs) and uh, I'm like Kyle I just got punched in the nads and he says what and I said yeah And I'm like I know it wasn't no animal that ran between my legs or anything like that and everything so I stepped back and put my flashlight down and I said oh I'm sorry I didn't mean to disrespect you I didn't see your stone there Um, you know and I think we got a recording on that saying that's okay or something. I think I, so. I gotta check my stuff. And then we also got pictures of those stones that, none of them were wet, but yeah. one was like the one was weeping. Yeah. And then when I told her she can move on, that we were here to acknowledge that she was there. It stopped. The stone dried up. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden there was no water on it. Holy moly! <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah. We we've had, and the thing is, is people gotta also real. Uh, Kyle and I, we do not ask for money, so we're not gaining anything out of it. You know, I mean, if we tell you there's nothing here, it's because we're not feeling anything. If we tell you there is something there, it's because we're feeling anything. But we're not gaining anything financially out of it to sit there and lie to anybody. You know what I mean? Um, You got a lot of people out there. They charge you money and they come in right from the get go and just start spewing things yeah. out at you and oh it's this it's this Oh, so i feel it real strong and they they pull out all these rods and this and that and everything and you know i mean hey that's that's their their uh, their gig but um what we like people to know is we're not there to pull your leg nope because i'm not gaining anything he's not gaining anything financially uh you know we're not selling any information or anything like that so it's like we want you
3: we want you to trust us, and you know we we we're there to believe you. You know that there is something there.
2: Well, I mean, look, you don't have to tell me twice. I believe, I believe, I believe you guys. <laughs> so, but I hey, I appreciate you guys coming on and sharing with us. I know our definitely our Ohio fans will be psyched because. They love all things Ohio, for sure. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and uh, and now I know where to steer clear of when I'm driving to Columbus. <laughs> uh, I don't know that I can go down 23 anymore to go to Columbus. I just got to be honest with you because <laughs> it sounds like there's stuff on both sides. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, no, I appreciate it. I, I would encourage our, our listeners, go check go check these guys out at Paranormal Ohio People on Facebook. Follow their page. And, you know share some experiences with with them on your pa- on your on their page i'm sure you guys would appreciate um any new fans come check oh, you yeah. out come check you out and yeah if uh when we get done here if you guys could you know get any of that uh evidence i'd love to share it so i i know our fans would uh fans would be would love to hear something uh telling you to get out you know all right oh i'm sure <laughs> so, so but uh I appreciate it, and hey, tell Ace thank you for you know calming down after you know I was I know was excited (laughs) a little bit there, but uh, but let Ace know that everybody everybody around the world knows he's knows he's there. So, (laughs) So, all right. But but I appreciate you guys, and uh, hey, keep up the good work. It was good talking to you guys.
3: All right, thank you. And you too. Thank you.
4: Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out.